Welcome to the Pop Ninja Podcast, where we reminisce about the pop culture of the 70s, 80s, and beyond. From bell-bottom jeans to parachute pants, from Panama Jack shirts to members-only jackets, from Smurfs and Scooby-Doo to Thundar the Barbarian. If you had a Rubik's Cube, wore a Swatch Watch, was crazy about Max Headroom, or ever wondered who shot JR, then this podcast is where you will feel right at home. Now, jump in the DeLorean time machine and join your hosts, Lisa and Patrick, as they take you on a pop culture adventure through the greatest decades of all time. Hello out there in podcast land and welcome to another totally awesome episode of the Pop Ninja Podcast. I'm Bond, James Bond. And joining me over Zoom from her bed and breakfast in Pennsylvania is Miss Moneypenny. Hello, Moneypenny. Hello, Mr. Bond. So, Miss Moneypenny, I have a question for you. Shall we play a game? Is it trivia or something else? Yeah. It's time once again for a round of Super Retro Trivia. Sit down, strap on that thinking cap, and get ready to go. In five, four, three, two, one. Okay, I have three 80s movies uh, questions for you. Yeah, okay. It's all about the 80s. All right, you ready? Yep. Okay, number one. I want, I want you to name what this TV show is. It, it's about a divorced mother of two boys, and she's drawn into the world of international espionage. By a handsome man in a tuxedo. Is it the Scarecrow and Mrs. King? It is. Scarecrow and Mrs. Hey, King. I never never watched an episode either. Really? That was a great show. I need to get that on DVD. Yeah, never saw it. All right. Well, good. <laughs> you did a good job. Number two. <laughs> okay. What were the names of the two? Well, you know what? I said this is going to be 80s movies, and I asked you a TV question. So it's oh. a mix. I got TV and movies. Okay. The gotcha. next two are movies. What were the names of the two Blues Brothers? Oh, <laughs> Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi. Look, you can't just start a slow clap at any old time. You got to wait for the right moment. But how am I going to know when it's the right moment? Oh, you'll know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That is the action. <laughs> All right. I'll tell you. I've never watched that movie the whole way through. I, I think I. Well, you never watched Scarecrow Mrs. It. King, but you got that. No, one. <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, um, we, Jake and Elwood. Elwood. I knew that El, I would have got maybe yeah. the Elwood if I. Jake and Elwood. Okay. So you never watched the movie? Um, I watched it some years ago. I don't know if I watched it the whole way, though. Like, uh, I think I come halfway in. But I, yeah, I never realized Carrie Fisher was in that movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that and, was a they, good movie. They, um, I mean, it's such. Wrecked it, it, about 5,000 police cars in it. Yeah. yeah. Have, have you ever been to one of the restaurants? In House, from that movie? House of Blues, yeah. No. Okay. There's like, are they a chain? Yeah. You know what? I was to one. I was to one in uh, Tennessee. Okay. I think there's one in Tennessee. Yeah. Yes, I was the one. It's like uh, barbecue stuff. 
got all kind of yeah it's like a lot of southern style food yeah we were to one yeah yeah but you, you didn't see blues brothers stuff everywhere i think i did okay all right yeah all right third question what movie in the 80s for the entire decade was the top grossing box office film et yes wow e. great job that, great job it's uh common sense on that yeah. common sense okay uh -huh. mm -hmm. yeah so um let me ask you some random ones okay that maybe you will get okay so here's one Okay, what 1983 Tom Cruise film featured old time rock and roll by Bob Seger? Oh, I remember that. He's, he's sliding around in his socks. In, uh, yeah, it's uh, a good movie. Oh, what was that? Come on. Risky business. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Okay. And if, if you ever watched, well, you, you, you never watched Alf, but Alf reenacts re that scene. He's got, a, <laughs> he's got a, one of Willie's shirts on. Does he wear a diaper? And he's sliding around. He's singing. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> no, Alf doesn't wear a diaper. What's wrong? Okay, because Tom Cruise is in his underwear. You know, I'm like, oh. did, Tom, did Alf have underwear on? Okay. He just had a long shirt. Ah, okay. All right. Uh, here's another one. Uh, Blondie's 1980s single was also the theme song for the movie American Gigolo. Which song was it? Oh, I don't know. I, I, I can, I can kind of. You don't get, know any you little pieces of it. Blondie song. I can't think of the name of it. Call me. Yeah, that's the one. I'm... <laughs> yeah. Call me anytime. Yeah, okay. Call me. Call me? You got it? Call okay. me. Okay. Call me? All right. I'm, I'm going to call you and tell you to say call me. <laughs> okay. 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 What actress played the main character in the 1982 film E.T.? Just the, she's the young girl in it. Who's the, who is the youngest child? You, you're talking about um, ET. <laughs> man, I know her name. It's like when you ask me something, I go completely blank. Um, oh my gosh! Yeah, her whole I, her her grandpa and her yes, dad. Yes, yes, yes. Little blonde, little pigtail. Yeah, so. she's in Firestarter. Drew Barrymore. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Good. All yeah, right. I'm, I'm that kind of person. When I, I'll know something, but if you ask me it, I'm totally blank. It'll okay. take you a while, while to think, think it up. Wow. See, and then, I, you know, I, I don't know, I haven't even seen things that you ask me and I know them. People are going to think I cheat. You're <laughs> so, psychic. Yeah. I played a lot of 80s trivia. Let's just say that. You, you got Jimmy <laughs> sitting next to you on the iPad. He's looking yeah, up answers. He couldn't type that fast if his life depended on it. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So, okay, go ahead. Do your, do your thing. Go on, do it there. All right. We're going to talk about uh, a movie from 1975. So we're reaching back a little bit. Mm -hmm. And uh, this one, I love this show. It's a very good movie. And if you haven't seen it, shame on you. This is a major. This is Joe Turner. Identification? My name is Turner. I work for you. Now listen. Identify yourself. What is your designation? Uh, Condor. Something has happened. Section 9, Department 17. The section's been hit. What level? What level? Level of damage. Everybody. Dr. Lapp, Janice, Ray, Harold. Everybody is dead. What is it? What is it? Are you damaged? Damaged? No. Are you armed? 
Identify the armament. It's a 45 automatic. Will you guys bring me in, please? I'm not a field agent. I just read books. This is the panic office. Section 917 may have been hit. Hit confirmed. It was a quality work. Clean, fast, first rate. Except they overlooked one item. You say one of my people is still okay? Condor, you know him? No. Deputy Director Higgins, New York Center. I'm controlling now, Condor. Where are you? How come I need a code name and you don't? The head of your department just came here from D.C. He's going to bring you home. I've never met him. No worry. Two years military service. Separated 961. Worked at Bell Labs Communication Research College on the GI Bill. This Condor isn't the man his file says he is. But wait a minute. I don't... Get in the car. Don't make a sound. Don't be dumb. Come on, hurry up. I work for the CIA. I am not a spy. Your assignment for today was to go out and kidnap a girl. I'll need your help. Have I ever denied you anything? I don't think you're going to live much longer. Well, I may surprise you. We have games. What if? How many men? What would it take? Seven people killed. And you play games. And the other side does too. Condor is an amateur. He's lost. Unpredictable. He could fool a professional. Yes? Do you believe the condor is really an endangered species? Include the condor episode without any more noise. We're already visible. Let's not become conspicuous. If company agents aren't enough, use freelance. Use whatever it requires, but end it. Redford and Faye Dunaway in danger and in love in three days of the Condor. It was di- it. <laughs> directed by Sidney Pollock. Of course, oh. he's he's a very famous director, known for stuff like Absence of Malice. Uh, he did Tootsie, uh, Tootsie Out of Africa. So he, he's a, you know well known, really good. Director. I never knew that he did Out of Africa or really? this movie. I thought he did comedies. Yeah. So okay, well, uh, the the cast of this film. I guess I need to say I'll, I always forget to say the name. <laughs> it's <laughs> Three Days of the Condor. Okay. okay? And uh, the cast in this film was so incredible it's uh it's got robert redford is the main guy in here faye dunaway it's got uh cliff robertson if you remember cliff robertson he, he was in a lot of westerns i'd watch with my dad but he's in spider-man he probably yeah i was gonna say you probably remember from spider-man he was uncle Bean. class he was in class yeah and then it's got the very incredible max von Sydow who played ming the merciless i mean it's an all-star cast and they all do such a wonderful job but uh I mean, it's just amazing. It's an underrated Cold War spy thriller. And if you haven't seen it, go see it. Stop making excuses. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you a little bit about it. Uh, Robert Redford, um, he's a researcher for the, uh, the CIA. And basically all he does is he reads through stuff that from other countries and tries to find any kind of like if they're sending codes or, or whatever. He's just an analyst. And uh, his code name is Condor. So that, that's, you know, from the title, Three okay. Days of the Condor. So uh, 
he works in this very small office that's uh, just non nondescript that uh, you wouldn't know that it was any kind of government office. It's kind of disguised as something else. I don't I don't remember what, but uh, I don't remember what city it's in. But uh, but one day he decides to leave early for lunch, and uh, so his boss won't see him. He slips out the back door, okay, and he goes and he gets him a, a sandwich and. He comes back, and uh, anyway, when he comes back inside, he finds every coworker is dead. Wait a minute. I thought Have that was in, it. Was that the same? Did that happen in the president? All the president's men, too? Is everybody shot and killed in that? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of that there was one that was pretty graphic, and everybody was killed. Like and and I and Robert Redford was in it, but he was in all the presidents' men too. And I'm yeah, not sure. But I thought, crisscrossing your applesauces. Yeah, I'm crisscrossing them. Okay, I don't maybe know. I've seen part of this because I remember. Did do you see them getting shot when he's gone? Yeah, you see them getting shot. Yeah, it's like a whole hit team comes in and they go from room and to room kill. shooting everybody. Yeah, I, I've yeah. seen at least that part because okay. that I, that to me was like out of nowhere. I didn't know that was going to happen. Yeah. And it was pretty graphic. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, right. squad, they were watching the front of the building. They saw everybody go in and that's when they did their thing. They didn't realize he slipped out the back. So they think everybody's dead if they accomplished their mission. So now, uh, now uh, Robert Redford, you know, he calls the CIA and, you know, this is codenamed Condor, uh, everybody's dead, blah, blah, blah. And they tell him, uh, hang on. And they patch him through to somebody in charge. And they, they're like, what happened? No way. You know, okay, go meet us here at this corner and this corner, somebody be there. So anyway, he goes and, uh, it ends up, somebody comes by and, and tries to kill him. He's so being he, set up. Yeah. And he, he figures know. out, he, he even calls some of his best friends from the agency that, you know, that he's known for years and they send assassins. So he, he finds out he can't trust anybody in the government and he kind of goes on the run. And that's how uh, Faye Dunaway ends up in there. Uh, somebody he's got to kidnap her and, and uh, use her apartment to hide and use her car and that. So he's got to, he can't let her go free. He's got to take her with him because she, she's some random still. person on the street yeah. or something. Okay. Yeah. Just somebody he breaks in and uh, her house to hide. But anyway, long story short, that later on she starts believing him, and there's like a little love thing that, that uh, unfolds there. But mm-hmm. but it, the thing I want to say about this movie is Max von Sydow. Wow, what a wicked hitman that this guy plays! Uh, it's just awesomely twisted character. I, I love that guy's acting. You know, mean the merciless, but but uh, in here he's just a cold blooded hitman. Yeah. And just just a very cool cool film and uh go ahead it it sounds like vaguely familiar to me now i don't know if i watched the whole way through but i know that scene you're talking about now i'm gonna have to rewatch it now you probably watched it like at three o'clock in the morning you were half awake after everybody was shot yeah Yeah, you fell asleep (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) sounds like right but anyway I, i think it's a fantastic movie with lots of uh twists and turns and um I think you'll definitely like it. Anybody who's listening, you ought to go go watch it. Cool. Three, three days of the condor. Yeah. So what you want well, to talk about? Well, 
Okay, so I picked an I deliberately picked a 1975 film too. Okay, this oh. is no this is no coincidence. Like sometimes, you know, we we have those, but um, you know, I didn't think of this too. It it, it well, it, it has the word day in it, and it also has an animal in it. So um, I'm talking a dog day afternoon. You know something, people, you're going to be remembered the rest of your lives for the day you got held up and kidnapped. At approximately 3 p.m. on August 22, 1972, Sonny Wurzik and Sal Naturali entered the first Brooklyn Savings Bank and attempted a robbery. Nobody move! Get over there! The attempt failed. There's no money here. They picked it up this afternoon. There's only 1100 This is too much. It's for you. What? The police arrived. This is Detective Sergeant Eugene Moretti. What are you doing in there? For the people of the neighborhood, it was a sideshow. Sonny! Sonny! But for Sonny and Sal, the hostages, and the cops, it was a dog day afternoon. It's all a whim. Rob a bank. I right? had a plan. I had it planned. WNEW plays all the hits. Will you keep away from this bank or we're going to start throwing bodies out the front door one at a time? I'm a Catholic and I don't want to hurt anybody, you understand? How about letting the people out of the bank? Oh, they're keeping me alive. I'm going to let him out. Sir, can you tell me what the situation is? All right, who, who has to go to the bathroom? Oh, Honey, come on out! Yeah! It's just a freak show to them anyway. The most you're going to get is five years. You get out in one year, huh? Kiss me. I mean, I don't know about that guy out there. Hello, Sonny. You're on the air. Sonny Jesus, I was watching it on TV. Go back there, man! I didn't Some need to tell me he needed money. <laughs> he wants to kill me so bad he can taste it. Why rob a bank when you got a sucker for a mother? You're starting to get on my nerves. See that? Put it in your holster! We're entertainment, right? What do you what do you what do you got for us? Hey, I ain't going back to that prison, Sonny. Remember Attica! I'm here with my partner and nine other people. See, we're dying. Don't, don't, sir! You're gonna see our brains on a sidewalk. They're gonna spill our guts out. Shouldn't let something like that spoil your fun. Hey, don't fire! Don't fire, don't fire! I can't stand you being a bank robber, sonny. Well, I'm talking! I'm trying to talk to you! Mom, what are you doing down run. here? Run. 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 Where am I gonna run? Algeria. Algeria? Yeah, they got a Howard Johnson's there, so I'm going. One. We get a helicopter here. Two. Takes us to a jet. Three. I'm flying to the tropics. We did it. Al Pacino. Dog Day Afternoon. A true story. So, um... This stars um, Al Pacino. He's the main character in it. Okay, and it's a story that really could happen to anybody anywhere. Because in fact, it did. It's based on a true story. (laughs) So, and I'm really glad my son is getting out of banking because it it doesn't matter what year it is because robbery, bank robbery, still happens. You know. So, um, yeah. But but the opening it opens with the song Amarina. Do Do you know that song? It's Amarina. Amarina. And Marina, Marina, and Marina, and Marina. <laughs> oh wait, that's the Macarena. Okay. Macarena. Never mind. Yeah, and Marina.
know that Elton John actually did that song until after oh. I had watched this one time and then I looked it up and then realized it was Elton John. And the name Amarina is the name of Elton John's goddaughter. So that's where that oh. come from. But don't ask me why they um, decided to put it into Dark Day Afternoon because I have no clue. It doesn't seem to go. But anyway, um, I guess it's the time, the time period, you know, the 70s. So um, Al Pacino plays Sonny Warsnick and his friend Sal is played by John Cavill. Uh, they rob this bank, you know, and anything that could go wrong goes wrong. So it starts out like where, I mean, the first thing to go wrong is the getaway driver decides he's getting away just as soon as they walk through the door. So he's the goner. <laughs> so yeah. he doesn't want to go through with it. So that's the beginning, you know, and then, um, you know, it, it just is, the, the, I mean, Sonny, um, played by Al Pacino, he, he had worked in a bank. So I guess he, he thought that he would know like all the um everything about banking you know like all the uh tricks you know how you know how to tip off the police and so he knew all these things to do to 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 rob the bank you know and took you know the spray and sprayed out the um you know the cameras and but the thing is is they didn't when um at the time of day i guess that he, they decided to rob the bank the the armored truck had already came and take off and took all the money out yeah. and so there's no money you know so it kind of turns into a hostage situation pretty quick because um i think uh everything go everything that could go wrong goes wrong like the the um the um guard has a heart attack and just and i think someone sees them through the window and it just it just goes wrong i, I mean that it's it's a really good movie uh, it doesn't it's it's um it's the movie that Al Pacino uh, says the word Attica. Attica! 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 Right. You know, over and over and over. Um, what I know about it is that. Wasn't that a prison or something, Attica? Yeah. And, and it, it is, it, it, this is based on a true story. Uh, it really did happen, you know, and uh, it, it, uh, it opened September 20th in 1975. Um, at the San Sebastian International Film Festival. The film premiered in New York City on September 21st, 1975, and it was released nationwide in October. It grossed between 50 million and 56 million, which would be somewhere between 137 million today to like 266 million. It's not too so, shabby. Not too shabby for this movie that... Um, it's pretty big. I mean, no special effects, you know, none of that stuff. It's just a good movie. And I like the actors in it. Um, the, the, um, the cop in it is played by Charles Durning. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and then one of the, uh, tellers is Carol Kane. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. Um, it did win a bunch of awards. It received six British Academy film, uh, awards, uh, nominations of uh, Al Pacino won Best Actor in a Leading Role and uh, yeah. Eddie Allen Best Editing. Frank Pearson also received the Writers Guild of America Award for Best Written Drama. Uh, and uh, I mean, it, I don't, I don't know if it won any. I don't think it. Hey, speaking of Academy Awards, that's on. They're on tonight. But these aren't. It didn't. I don't think it won any of those. It just won a bunch of awards at like the San Sebastian International Film mm. Festival. So. Um, <clears throat> You know, uh, do you want to, do you have anything you would like to say about it? Well, I've got two, well, three things. Pacino, he deserved that Academy Award. He, he played this role. I mean, it was just incredible. Yeah. And, and the other guy, the other bank robber, what was his, uh, Sal was his name? 
Yeah. I, I forget the actor's name, but uh, John Cavill. He, he was in the Godfather movies and Deer Hunter, and yeah, just an excellent actor. Uh, I don't yeah. know if you remember. Did you see the Godfather, the one and two? I've seen them. Yeah. Yeah, he, he played Fredo. I, I think I used that in the, one of our trivia questions a long time ago. But uh, yeah, 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 you did. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I, I remember that line where he took him out in the boat and stuff. And but uh, yeah, yeah, he up, is in the Godfather. Like, yeah, I ended guess up shooting probably real life friends or something. But yeah, he was in the Deer Hunter, and uh, yeah, I mean the guy, he he's not that good looking. No, <laughs> but he plays some <laughs> pretty heavy roles, you know, that he's remembered for. Yeah. Yeah, and, and yeah, the director he was very nervous in this movie, like real, like you know, creepy kind of. Like he's the one, like they were all nervous about. I mean, they knew like that Sonny, that was Al Pacino, was pretty much you know, you know, decent, you know, but uh, Sal was like could have you know gone yeah, nuts on them in any minute. The edge, yeah. And you know what? I forgot to mention that. Um, the whole reason why they robbed the bank is because uh, Sonny, he's married to this woman. He has like kids, you know, but he doesn't rob, rob the bank for them. He robs the bank because he has a boyfriend who's played by Chris Sarandon yeah. who wants a sex change. And that's why he robbed the bank. And which that seemed to come out of nowhere when you're watching the movie. Right. It's yeah. like, where did this come from? You know, it's like, but that's where the, the real life, uh, you know, the story was. I mean, that was the true part of it, you know, so. Yeah. And the director, uh, Sidney Lumet, um, another fantastic director. He did 12 Angry Men, Murder on the Orient, Orient Express. I mean, he's known for, you know, doing some pretty incredible movies himself. Cool. Uh, yeah. And, and what an ending. I, you know, I didn't expect that at all. Uh, yeah. I didn't yeah, want to, I didn't know if I should say anything. I won't give it away, but it's just a, yeah, it was a pretty yeah. incredible ending. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it was, it's, it's also kind of funny in places too, because there's things like where I know, I remember like now, like um, Al Pacino asks, you know, um, Sal, you know, Sonny asks Sal, you know, is there anywhere he'd want to go, you know, like, like any country that he'd want to go to. And I think he says Wyoming, you know, (laughs) so like he just, there's like, he's not real smart at all. You know, and and Sonny seems a little bit like you know he had to he worked in a bank, but you know they're they they're not real bright, you know, and uh, you know it's just it's 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 a really good movie though because he he kind of develops this relationship with the tellers. It's almost like that. What is that called the the Helsinki syndrome or the what what is that? Right, I don't like know what like Patty Hearst, yeah, yeah, Patty Hearst, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It's like when you you yeah, um, because they 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 start like even kind of mouthing off to him and like you know and like telling him do you do this and do that and get and get this one out of here like they they go along with it for a while and and they you know you would they they you would think like if somebody's holding a gun to you you wouldn't like um you know rub them the wrong way but there's times in that movie that some of those tellers run their mouth and it's like and even the manager he gets kind of irked with them too you know but uh they, you know, uh, they, they kind of like them, you know, so that's what makes it really odd, you know, so, but it's, but it is good. It's really good, you know, and then even you said about the Attica, that's what uh, John Travolta, you know, says it in Saturday Night uh, Fever too, because um, he has a poster of Al Pacino on, on his wall in that movie. So it's like, a, you know, a movie repeating a movie, yeah. repeating a movie. Yeah. So did you have anything else? I, I kind of. 
No, that's that's pretty yeah. much it. I have I haven't okay, seen cool. it, that movie in like a long time. I'm, I'm talking decades, so I need to go back and watch it. Oh yeah, it's I've seen it uh, maybe a couple years ago. You know, so <laughs> I don't even know how many times I've seen it. See, there, there's your dog. He, he dog day afternoon. It's he's a dog saying, day kind of evening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's saying Attica in <laughs> dog language. Attica, yeah, Attica. He's like dog day afternoon sounds like a winner to me. I give it two paws up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, I was trying to think if there was any other trivia about it that 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 I knew. Um, and they said that the Motion Pictures um, Editors Guild listed Dog Day Afternoon as the twentieth best edited film of all time, based on a survey of of its members. Huh. So, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So um, the, the, that line Attica was placed at number 86 um, on 100 years of 100 movie quotes. So hmm. uh, I guess, you know, everybody knows where that come from. So cool. Yeah. So moving on to TV. Yes, ma'am. Let's go to the, okay. the small tube. The, the okay. blue tube. All um, right. One thing about the 80s is everywhere you look, there was P.I. shows, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I want to talk about one called Riptide. Have you ever watched it? Um, who was in it? Well, I'll get to that. Oh, have okay. You ever sorry. Watched it? <laughs> I think I did, but I, I can't remember who the there's two there's two cops in it, right? There's two of them. I'm there's pretty sure three. I watched some of them. Three. Of okay. Them? Yeah. Okay. Let, let me tell you. Let me tell you. I know. Hey, I know it's one of um, the people that we know from the rewind. It's yeah. He came in on the. Show. Oh, I thought you were talking about the guy we interviewed who was actually in it. Ken. <laughs> Yeah, he was in the third season. He was brought in as a regular uh, cast. Oh member. no, I'm talking about An- our, uh, Andrew. His his name on the oh. rewind was Riptide, and I already oh. told him that you were going to be reviewing Riptide, gotcha. so that he better tune in to this one. So yeah. um, I want to see what you have to say. Yeah. Okay. Well, Riptide was a Stephen J. Cannell TV series, and you remember everybody remember 18. him. He's the guy that you know at the end. He's always on the typewriter and he throws the yeah. paper in the air. Yeah. So uh, it was one of his shows, and uh, it was much like Magnum PI. I mean, it was very much like Magnum. I mean, it's here. Here's like if you remember Magnum PI, that and Riptide, they both centered around three Vietnam buddies, a helicopter, and an awesome car. So Riptide had all that, except unlike Magnum, uh, these buddies were were all PIs. See, on Magnum, it was just Magnum was the PI, and the other guys just helped him. But is Perry King in this? Perry King is. And, okay, and they, they, they lived on a boat in a marina, and the boat yes. was called the Riptide. Yep. And uh, they also had a cool little speedboat called the Ebb Tide, and they would chase bad guys and that. But, yeah, Perry King was in it. Uh, Joe Penny was in it. Joe Penny. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. seen it. Mm-hmm. I forgot the name of the third guy. He, he was like I didn't a, know there was a third guy. Yeah, he was a nerd. 
See, oh. the other two were like the muscle, but this other yeah. guy, he was the nerd. And uh, yeah, I like Perry King. He would do all the computer stuff. He and then Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Then they had a robot named Boz that uh, the, the nerd guy would like punch in information and he would spit out like, you know, the coordinates or help him solve crime stuff. Kind of like the Batman's uh, computer, the Bat computer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But anyway, uh, but they rode around like like Magnum had that Ferrari. Well, these guys rode around in a it was a red 1960 convertible uh, Corvette. Very nice. And unlike on Magnum where TC had that real nice helicopter, this was a piece of junk <laughs> on Riptide. Uh, they they um, it was a, some kind of old vintage uh, salvaged like military helicopter, and it was painted a ugly pink. And it had like these teeth painted on the front of it, but, but they called yeah. it the, the screaming Mimi. Oh. And uh, yeah, it was always like leaking oil and blowing like engines. Yeah. on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they always had trouble with it. Like they'd be almost catching up to the bad guy and then it would start smoking and they had to sit it down, <laughs> you know. So uh, it, it was a different kind of a show, the Magnum, but had a lot more comedy to it. Uh, but un unlike the other PI shows of the decade, including like Magnum, Remington Steel, Simon and Simon, Mike Hammer, stuff like that, uh, Riptide was a lot more comedic. Mm -hmm. And they even had, like I said about the robot, that, that was different because you didn't see that in other shows. And um, it, it would just help them solve crime. So did I mean, he malfunction too? Fun did did show. the robot like ah, I can't remember. I can't remember. Okay. I was thinking he might have like, uh, like had some issues too. I I think I'm I'm pretty sure I have Riptide on on DVD. I have the first yeah. season. Yeah, but it's a cool okay. show. Um, How many seasons did it run? Oh, at least three, because Kit Olin uh, came in at the third season. Oh, that's so. right. Okay, yeah, yeah. So at <laughs> least three. I don't know if it went past that or not, but oh. I'm have to get it again on DVD. Because you uh, remember what year? What, oh, from when to when? No, you don't it know. had to be like mid '80s. Mid '80s. Okay. But I yeah really enjoyed it. It was. Uh, I mean, Magnum was always my favorite uh, PI show, but this one was probably a close second. Yeah. What about MacGyver? Did you did you, did you like it he, too? He wasn't a PI. What you talking about, Willis? Well, what is? What was he? The spy. Oh, a PI spy. There you okay. go. In, in child, probably. Okay. okay, I didn't know. Okay, did not know what he was. So. No, yeah. yeah, he was a government agent. Uh, they would send him in to like disarm bombs uh, or, or like rescue hostages and stuff. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he, he worked for a, it was called the Phoenix Foundation. But why we, we all be talking about that on another episode? Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. What, what's sorry, up with you? Sorry. Yeah, okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, okay. Well, so Richard, did you he, did you watch he, any? Uh, I'm I'm sure I did because yeah, I, I remember Perry Kent. Uh, well, this this I yeah. I did, and um, I'm sure I've seen Simon and Simon too. And, and of course, Joe PI? Penny. Were they a PI? Yeah. 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 And of course, Joe Penny uh, went on for uh, Jake and the Fat Man. Yeah. Another, another good show that else. he was in. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot. There's so much. Well, I think um, Perry King, I don't know what happened to him in real life. And I don't, I don't know where that, what, what happened to him. I never saw them. I don't remember seeing them after that, him after that. But he reminded me of, like Don Johnson. Didn't he wear like the blazers and the like the loafers with no socks and stuff like, you know. That, yeah, he did kind of look dressed uh kind of trendy yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah he was pretty cute yeah i remember him but yeah i don't know what what became of him don't know we have to look that up we'll have to look that up maybe we could talk to him there you <laughs> well, go. We, should, we should get him out on that would be a good one yeah 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell him okay. to go, where's loafers? Where's loafers? Yeah. Put a um, pe- put a penny in his loafer and he'll there be you go. penny king. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, money penny. Okay. So, um, all right. I, I, I have nothing to add because I, I cannot recall much of anything uh, to do with it. So, except I thought the um, robot blew up too. But it might, might have. It seems like. Like Back they spilled at, a yeah. coke on it or something. Yeah. Probably so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I want to say I was I said I couldn't think of the nerd guy's name. I, I can't think of the actor's name, but I I think his character's name was Murray. Murray? Murray? Like Bazinski, Murray Bazinski. No way. That was an A team? That's A team. Maybe, maybe I'm thinking about Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, but for some reason, the name Murray Bazinski. Oh, Murdoch was an A team. Oh, yeah. You're talking about uh, Howlin' Mad Murdoch. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that Murray and Murdoch sound like they took that. But you know, it's, it's Stephen Canal or Canal, or how, how do you say? Canal. He did a team, so maybe he, um, you know, yeah, was getting, getting low himself. on, uh, low, low yeah. on ideas, and you know, yeah. So I mean, that would be hard. It's he. He died, didn't he? He's not. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And I got to meet him uh, when I was living in Dallas. His daughter went to a college up there. So while he was in town, he did a book signing. He was writing these uh, novels, detective novels. Wow. So I got to go to, I think it was like at a Books a Million. And yeah. he, he did like a little reading, a little excerpt from it. And then uh, he, I bought his book. He got in line and, you know, he signed. I took a picture with him. Oh. So uh, that was pretty cool. You have the picture? Yeah, somewhere. But yeah, I mean, he was just, you know, in town to visit his daughter at that college. Yeah, that's cool. You should post a picture when you, when we yeah, post the thing. Yeah, have to find thing. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Guess what? It, it could be in your box coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be really funny. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm moving on to my TV show. Sure. Which you probably didn't watch. Okay. Uh, it's uh, 30 something. Not a show I watched. Never. Never. Have you I might, heard of it? might have seen a episode. I watched every I, episode, before I turned it to Al for something. <laughs> it, you know, it was on. Um, it was on uh, 1987 to 1991, and I probably started watching it in the mid 90s because I it, I remember it was like one of the first shows I ever saw on on I think Lifetime Television come out right around then because this is one of the things I watched on it all the time. And once I started watching it, like I was addicted to it. So well, tell me um, about it. Okay. It's about a group of baby boomers in their early thirties who live in Philadelphia, PA. So, you know, I was just in Philadelphia a couple of days ago. So um, that's where my friend Mary lives. She lives like 15 minutes outside Philly. So, and then Jimmy Jordan, they went to the, the 76ers uh, basketball game. So I think I relate to this movie because of it being like, like, I think they really filmed it in, in Philly too. Oh, Hey, speaking so. of Philadelphia last weekend, there was a guy visiting from Philly that came to my uh, short film you told festival. Me. You told me that. I told you that. I mean, not on, not on here. Not, yeah. not on, on the record. <laughs> right. I, I'm talking on the record. <laughs> on the record. Right okay. Yeah. 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 I, I tune in? fed him some alligator. Uh-huh. Yeah. He yeah. liked it. Yeah. He ate some gumbo yeah. too. 
Yeah, he, yeah. Um, have you heard from him since? Yeah, he had a good time. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then I guess it wasn't so bad then. Yeah. <laughs> so, making somebody eat alligator. And don't think that that, it, that would ever happen if I come to visit you. So <laughs> and don't bring any with you. <laughs> so live or dead. Live or dead. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. I have to get back to, to 30 something somehow. <laughs> okay. So anyway. Uh, yeah, so it's um, about like this group of friends, uh, and and their lifestyle, and 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 their um, you know that that is in the eighties, but it's kind of uh, uh kind of flashes back to like you know their um, like you know younger lives of the seventies, you know, like who they were then as opposed to who they are now growing up, you know. So um, I think well it. It, um, it, it, it revolves around this like group of, of friends and some of them like went to college and stuff together. So uh, I'll explain who they are. So the, the main cast is um, Hope, who um, is played by Mal Harris. I don't know if you know who she is, but um, she, that character of Hope is probably more like me, me personally, than any person in any TV show of any kind. Like that's who I relate to. Is so she's her. crazy? She's pretty crazy. No. <laughs> she crazy. She crazy. Okay. Well, she's just this like regular person, you know, I just, I, that's what it kind of reminds me of like just people that you would know in real life, you know, that, that are just living a regular life. Like they're, she's married and um, they got a little baby and they're like working on their house. And, um, you know, her husband is Michael. He's played by Ken Olin, um, who, who, um, I don't know if you remember. I don't. He was in the uh, movie Ghost Story. I don't know if you ever saw that or not. No. But um, he he owns an advertising agency with um, uh, uh, Elliot, who is played by Timothy Busfield, and he's from Revenge of the Nerds. Do you know who he is? Not right off. The redhead uh, that plays the violin in Revenge. Got the, the Nerds. thick thick glasses. Yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah. He's he's a nerd. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, yeah, he's married to Melissa Gilbert in real life now. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, really? So she she, she left Tron and married him? Yeah. <laughs> She's wow. a very nerd. Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of, I don't know. that I, I never expected that, but um, yeah. But I've, I'm. What was I'm, his name know. like? Was it Poindexter? Was it him? Yeah, that was, he was Poindexter. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, when he was, when he was cast to be Elliot in 30 something, he was only 29 years old. So he had, he grew a beard uh, so that he'd look older um, so that he could play somebody that was in their thirties. So I never, you know, I, I never thought he was ever 29 when I started watching this. He looked, he definitely looked older to me. So I loved it. Um, the, the, he's married to Nancy um, and who is played by Patricia Weddick, who is Ken Olin's real life wife. So there's a real life couple in this, um, you know, show. So Ken Ola and Patricia, Patricia are married in real life, but they're have you know, they're married to different people, which to me is that, that seems weird. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I could never do that. I could never be like, like married to somebody and be an actor and then be um, on a show with them. And they're in a married relationship for years with another person that's an actor, you know, it just seems so weird, you know, but anyway, um, his Michael's cousin is her, her name's Melissa. She's Melanie Mayron. It plays her. And she used to date Michael's college roommate. Who's Gary. Who's played by Peter Horton, who was in children of the corn. Yeah. Did you see 
Okay, he's the he's the main guy in Children of the Corn who's with uh, Linda Hamilton, and she, he was married to Michelle Pfeiffer. Didn't know that. Didn't know that. Well, they're divorced now, but um, yeah, but they were married back then, you know. So um, there's 85 episodes. Uh, I just, you know, I, I love it because it's just like regular stuff, you know, like um, losing their business. Um, one of the main cast members gets breast cancer. One of the main cast members is killed like in the like towards the end of the series gets hit by a car while riding their bike. It's pretty it, it's I bawled all the time watching the show because it's, it's just like one of those shows. It was like, you know, like it was um, it was heavily influenced by the movie The Big Chill, which is my husband's favorite movie of all time. So, um, and I like it too. So I, uh, just relate to, to it, you know, not, you know, I think I was in my twenties, I was 20 something watching 30 something. Now I'm 50 something. (laughs) So these people are 60 something, (laughs) you know, and they were, they did talk about redoing a pilot for it, uh, with the same cast, but it never got going. So, um, I don't know if you know, Mel Harris, the one I said that was, uh, played Hope, that reminds me of me. Uh, she was in the movie Canine with Jim Belushi. So I don't know if you, would re- you ever saw that. Yeah, I, I saw it. I don't, I don't remember movies. that much about she it. She plays Jim, Jim Belushi's girlfriend. I don't even know if I watched that movie the whole way through, but I don't know of any other movie that. I'm more of a uh, Turner and Hooch guy. What? What is it? What? What? Are you, if you're hungry, finish the hamburgers. You eat the buns. Mm. Eat the buns. You're not thirsty. You don't, you're not touching the water, the orange juice, crab apple. What, is, what am I supposed to do? Make you a margarita? Shut up! God, shut up! This has been going on for two and a half hours. Be quiet. Yeah, I like Turner and Hooch too. Yeah, but um, there's a there's a episode that they do like a Christmas scene in it, and there's a this song that is playing is the song the river by Joni mitchell it's coming on christmas they're cutting down trees they're putting up reindeer and singing songs of joy and peace oh i wish i had a river i could skate away on but it don't snow here stays pretty green I'm gonna make a lot of money, then I'm gonna quit this crazy scene. I wish I had a river I could skate away on. And I always have loved that song. So that's just, I mean, when I think of like my favorite episode, it's probably that one because it, it takes place at Christmas. So I, I just, I, I love it. And I, it was on, it was on like four years and. Um, it, it, I don't know what night of the week it was on, but when I watched it on Lifetime, I think it was on in the afternoons, and um, it wasn't. It, it, it to me, it felt like an afternoon uh, show, not an evening, you know, show. You know, so um, it, it's weird when you watch something after it's already been on, you know, and those people, you know, it's it's gone, it's run its course, you know. But unless you're just it's riptide, in. oh, <laughs> it's riptide. <laughs> then what? Then it hadn't run its course. It's it's fresh. It's fresh. Oh, okay. Well, that's like watching. It's like watching something now. It's like me watching the Golden Girls now, and all the people are dead, and I'm just like, no. I want to go meet B. Arthur, and it's like, darn, you know, I really would. Like, so thirty something was. It was just a straight up uh, drama. 
Yeah, it was like a okay. Yeah, it so was a drama. it wasn't like Friends where it was comedy and stuff. No, there was okay. you no. Know, I mean, they, you know, no, it was not a comedy in, in any way. It was it was like real life things and were there machine guns in it? <laughs> no, <laughs> ninjas. No, no cool cars. They were like you know okay. working on their house and yeah, stuff, I don't, you know, hole in the wall and <laughs> you know. I don't. I don't like think that. I'm gonna be rushing out. You're to not, buy you're not this gonna box go do set. that one. No. I just liked it. It's like I don't know. I, I think it's because like when I started watching it, I just had my son and um, I was relating to her being a mom and and you know being at home, you know, and I, you know I stayed at home with my son and she was she had had a career that she she left to to go take care of her baby and you know and then her and it was just like and I I like watching it because I'm like well what did other what do people do (laughs) you know it's like what other people do you know all day long you know it's like uh and when I'm then I'm watching the show so it was like it gave me something to do while I was raising my child you know what's that what's that series that's been on here in the last few years uh I think it's lasted a long time but it's got Al, Al Bundy Oh, um, that's Modern Family. Oh yeah, that's I'd rather. <laughs> no, I'd rather watch Modern Family. Ew, no, that, that's entertaining. I, I'd rather have my uh, gum scraped or something. What you know, uh, awful. No, that what? is just horrible. That's an awesome series. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> Yeah, probably never saw it. They should have set that in the eighties. You didn't even. You couldn't even remember the name of it. You, you've never seen it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, this is actually really a good. Like it's. It's just about relationships and stuff, which you, you probably would hate it, but you know, I like it. You know, because I just like. I like you know friendship things and you know real life. You know, like not well. It's not real. I mean, but like like that's based about like real life not like that modern family that's like they're they're talking to a camera like the whole time so it doesn't even make you feel like it could possibly like the office you ever watch the office no like that Mm -mm. no i've seen pieces of it it's like yeah there's a ton of shows out now that i could care less and they've been on for forever bears beats battlestar galactica what bears beats battlestar galactica what is that? What is that? Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. Bears do not. What is going on? What are you doing? That's a famous line from from The Office. From, oh no! Never mind. It's like, the Office is on, so complex. Go, go on to the um, levels of humor are so complex in that show. You got to watch it. Yeah, how about go to Joker, Toker, Midnight, <laughs> Smoke, right. Moker, whatever. All right. Move so we on to talk that. talk about old Stevie Miller and his band. <laughs> yeah. Some people call me the Space Cowboy. Yeah. Some call me the Gangster of Love. Some people call me Maurice. <laughs> The pompatists of love People talk about me, baby Say I'm doing you wrong, doing you wrong Well, don't you worry, baby, don't worry Cause I'm right here, right here, right here, right here at home Okay well, um, I mean, they, they started in the mid-60s. I, I love this band, by the way. 
And, you know, they're, they're always in my staple of go-to when I'm on a road trip or something, I'm always playing yeah. some Steve Miller. And yeah. um, now, they, they started relate. in the mid-60s. What you going to say? I relate because I like them. Yeah. They started in the mid-60s in San Francisco. And uh, kind of in the mid to late 70s is when they started throwing out these hits. And they had some big hits, you know, like uh, Space Cowboy. That, that's always been one of my favorites. Uh, even when I was a little Sing kid, <laughs> I remember walking around singing it. What's that? Sing it because I don't know that one. You don't, yeah, you know that. You're just trying to set me up. Uh, uh, I don't know it. Yeah, yeah you do. <laughs> No, I, I know the joke, the Joker. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, and you know, fly like an eagle. Yes, I like that one too. Abracadabra. Yeah, now that abracadabra was like one of their comeback the songs in the eighties. Yeah, and you know what? It didn't have an, it didn't sound anything like their seventies stuff. Abracadabra is so different from their. And other they did stuff. a good job with it. I mean, it's really catchy. <laughs> They also did Jet Airliner and Jungle mm-hmm. Love that I like too. Yeah, I mean, tons. I of love hits Jungle there. Love, and, yeah. and all that stuff was hit in the mid seventies, and you know we still love it today. I mean, their their uh, mm-hmm. their songs are. Uh, what they used Fly it? Like yeah. an Eagle, didn't they? Did, was it in Space Jam or something like one of those? I don't know. Yeah. But they they use them on the uh, yeah. commercials all the time. Yeah, Fly Like an Eagle. I'm pretty sure it's in Space Jam. Yeah. What's that? Is that Eagle Airline like a? subsidiary of uh, american airline or something i don't know uh, i never heard of it you never heard of e- <laughs> eagle american no. eagle no yeah american eagle is a, a clothing store no that's not not what i'm that's <laughs> yeah. you're thinking of banana republic no american what you think yeah, about no, american eagle. or something <laughs> no american <laughs> eagle you know yeah, no, American Eagle. It's a jean. It's like jeans. Like a, it's a store. Okay. Maybe they don't have it down there, but there's one. Now, there. now, now, now that I'm you mentioned it, I heard that. It's like American the clothes castle or something. Yeah, American Eagle and Kisses number one. Kisses song. Okay, Kiss songs. Chess okay. King. After the makeup. <laughs> I I remember when they did that, but um, Steve Miller. That I don't think they wore any makeup, right? He could have. Was Steve Miller the the name of the uh, lead singer? Yeah. Was it? Okay. That would make sense. It was his band. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That would make sense. Okay. So, like, I don't know my band. Do do you want me to go there? Yeah. You want to talk more Steve Miller? No, I'm I'm done. Okay. Okay. We we can talk about Kiss. (laughs) Okay. I like that song, Um, Beth. (laughs) Beth, I hear you calling. But I can't come home right now Cause me and the boys are slaying And we just can't find the sound 
none of these lyrics have anything to do with what I want to say, but it's got a pretty melody, and I get to sing your name. That seems pretty cool. <laughs> Beth, you are so awesome, and I miss you so much. Your beautiful smile and your positive attitude and your whispering eye. We don't have to get married, but I'm still in love with you. We can just be together, like Tim Robbins and Susan Sarandon. Good actors. Tim and Sue. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like. Um, I was made for loving you, and. Uh, yeah, that 80s um, song. My the fireman across the street from me, they dedicated "You Drive Us Wild, We'll Drive You Crazy" to me. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, so I have that. But um, but or Orleans is my band. about you know steve miller is the lead singer i, I there there were a bunch of different members of orleans and i have no clue who any of them are by name don't know what one of them even if i looked their names up and it told you who they were i wouldn't know who they were but i've seen them twice in concert so um i bet there's a, a john in there somewhere there's a john, john my mike and a steve <laughs> yeah <laughs> And I'm not even sure why they could call themselves orleans i don't know if they were uh so, you know they um I bet I you if you look it up, it has something to do with New Orleans. Maybe. You should know that then. They're, they're probably influenced by uh, New Orleans. Orleans? I yeah. don't know. Maybe. I, I did not find that anywhere when I was researching them. Cause, so, um, but I've seen them twice in concert. And once I saw them by themselves, you know, and then once I saw them with um, the Guess Who and Firefall and Al Stewart, like there was a whole bunch of them, a whole bunch of people, different, you know, people, and they were there. So, um my favorite songs by them are Dance With Me and Still yeah. The One. Dance with me, I want to be a partner, can't you see? The music is just starting, night is calling, and I am falling. Dance with me, fantasy. Oh, yeah. And love, love takes time. Okay. And dancing in I, the moonlight. Dancing in the moonlight. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Dance, I love that song. Dancing in the moonlight. Um, well, 
Okay, so they formed in the early 70s and those the, those songs that I just named were like mid 70s, you know, and I don't know if you remember this or not, but the ABC used the song Still the One for their fall promos. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. You remember the, I love those promos. I don't know why, but I can still see them uh, singing that song and doing all, and then everybody's picture would come up like they're still the one and ABC was still the one because they had all your favorite shows. Do you remember that? Yep. And then I don't know if you know, but um, Applebee's used that song in a promo in uh, 2020. I don't remember that. Me neither, but I know that they did. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't remember it either, but it's a fact, Jack. So, yeah. You know, I like uh, I like Orlean songs. They're, they're pretty, pretty good, but they're not it's not like my favorite music. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's if it's on the radio or something, I, I won't change the channel. But uh, but if I was on the dance floor, get my groove on, and, and you well, know, no, they sing an like, Orleans um, song came on, I, I would Orleans, take a bathroom break or something. I love Orleans. Like they are like um like that seventies easy listening kind of romantic music. That like Ambrosia, Poco, Pure Prairie League, um, Ham- uh, Hamilton Joe and Frank Reynolds. Like the, those songs, like um, uh, Orleans. Um, they, they, I love those. Um, uh, who's the one? Um, uh, um, now, now I went blank. But um, the player, I like them too. They, they sound like them. Baby, come back. You know that song? Yeah, I do. Player, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I love that. That's my favorite kind of music. Like seventies. Um, yeah, that's my my favorite. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway. Okay. So I have, I, I guess we will, we, you don't like Orleans. So I have a question for you. I didn't say I didn't like them. I said, I like their music. It's just no, you said my, I, my I think you, didn't you say I turn a channel? On the no, stage? I said I wouldn't turn the channel. Oh, you wouldn't. Oh, okay. I thought you but said, I said I if I was on the, the dance floor, okay. get my groove I better on. Listen, little, I better pay attention. Break. Oh, that's what you said. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So I have a question. Okay. What's in the box? I'll take the box. The box. You took the box. Let's see what's in the box. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Stupid. You're so stupid. What's in the box? Oh my goodness. Yeah, what's in the box? Okay, let, let me explain the box. <clears throat> Okay, a few weeks ago, I was at my parents' house, and uh, my mom pointed to a big cardboard box on the floor, and she said, uh, that's for you. <laughs> and, uh, she said that they found it in the attic, and uh, written on the side of it, it said, toys and junk. And it's a big cardboard <laughs> box, okay? So, basically, she was telling me, get that out of the house, you know, take it with you. So, uh, Think of that but, movie, Seven. But I decided to wait and open it up while we were here recording the podcast instead of going through yeah. it it kind of kind of like Geraldo did when he opened Al Capone's box. <laughs> Scarface Al Capone may have built it and nobody knows what's in it some say money some say bodies some say it's booby trap and we're going to open it what secret lies inside it may be Scarface Al Capone's biggest secret and we'll open it on live television Step inside the vault with me on April 21st. Uncover the mystery of Al Capone's vaults. Join host Geraldo Rivera Monday, April 21st, exclusively on Channel 46. And there was nothing in it. Yeah, well, I guarantee this box. Went a Paltrow's head. Yeah, okay. There's going to be something uh, in it. 
what well, are you ready to see what treasures are with yes you? i'm uh, yes yeah, so you're really doing it yeah yeah okay, okay. And you haven't you haven't sneaked a, you haven't sneaked a peek huh well, when I was at my mom's, I just opened it and looked in it. But, I mean, there's layers and layers, so I, I don't know. I'm going to randomly uh, reach in and grab something. Random. Let me move this microphone remember, over. I'm having, like, some kind of flashback to, like, some kind of game or something as a kid where you put your hand in a bag and, like, you can't see what's in the bag and then you pull stuff out of it. Oh, you know what it was? It was a game show. Uh, I think now I'm thinking the price is, is right where you put they, they played a game and there was three strikes and you pull out one and like and then or you win a car you know what I mean oh, but there yeah. were these things you pull out yeah hang on let me let me get in this box here get in that box all right now I'm gonna reach in here and I'm gonna grab the first thing yep looks like a like a stack of things here let me see okay it's a slinky hang on Oh, oh. Parzival's up here now wanting to know what is that? Is that for me? Oh. Yeah, All right. <laughs> just, a, just a few things here. Uh, okay, this is a very weathered and beat up. Uh, remember cassette uh, singles? Yeah. This is like the sleeve to so. one. Yeah, this is like the oh. little, the little uh, cardboard sleeve. And well, this it is uh, be any good without the cassette No, but th single. this is warrant. And and the, the single in front and back, one side's heaven and one is uh, in the sticks. Got a picture of your house and you're standing by the door. So that was a warrant. Warrant. Okay. Yeah, warrant. Yeah, heaven in your eyes. Yeah. Yeah, warrant. All right. And what is <laughs> yeah. this? Is metal. This. Oh, here's a metal. It's, I can't hear it. You can't hear that uh -huh. it's metal. Uh -huh. But anyway. Uh, I hear it. I hear it. Uh -huh. This is a pretty good size uh, ninja throwing star. Oh. So, yeah. I bet Critter had okay. a bunch of these, huh? He, he, he did. He, he, he had a few of those stars and some nunchucks. Yeah. Hey, there, I saw when I opened it at the mom's house and looked down, that's the first thing I saw was my old nunchucks from the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, didn't people make them themselves? Yeah, I remember making some in our shop class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I thought so. I, like you could knock your teeth uh, out with them. Mm -hmm. Now here here's something that's no longer good. Uh it's it's like bugs have gotten to it and eaten it away. But it's a Viewmaster reels. I don't know what oh. it's let's see. Hold it to the light. Okay, the the, the, the little uh sleeve is all eaten up by bugs, but Oh. The reels, uh, one of them looks all right, but some of them are in Is bad it, shape. They're, they're, don't they, it say they, what they are? Hang on, more. Some of it's uh, faded off. Oh, it's uh, Sigma and the Sea Monster. Sigma, you are a rotten sea monster. Sigma, you're through. Scram, get out of here. Oh. Yeah, yeah, cool. Oh, that would have been a good one. It looks like one of them might be, uh, or Pretty two of them's good. in good good enough shape to put in the Viewmaster. The Do other you one's have one? Do you warped. have a Viewmaster? Well, yeah. Who doesn't? I I I don't know where mine's at. <laughs> okay. What is it? Now, here's something. Oh, oh, okay. I know what this is. When when I was in like the seventh grade or eighth grade, my mom and my aunt took me and my brother to uh, Mexico. And wow. <laughs> 
me and my brother each bought a luchador mask. And here, here's a, <laughs> here's my luchador mask. Hey, it's in pretty a good luchador? shape. Luchador? What, what's that? What? You don't know what a luchador, luchador is? No, is that like a... Um... That's a Mexican wrestler that wears a mask. Oh. You, ever, you, you never saw uh, Nacho Libre? Yes, he's true. I am Nacho, the luchador. Who? Maybe you've seen me on TV. Nacho! Yeah, not totally, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's my favorite luchador. <laughs> well, I was thinking of a matador. That's the luchador's cousin. Yeah, that's that's a little different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but here's a, a red luchador mask. It laces up in the back, goes over your forehead. Okay. It, it's got like where the eyes are. It's like an eagle with wings and everything. So I'll, I'll like take pictures. Yeah, I'm gonna you take pictures like of the stuff. With that. <laughs> yep. I'll take pictures of the stuff and put it on the. Uh, or our Facebook page. Sure. Okay. One last thing. Let's see. This is something metal. Ah. A lunchbox. It is. Okay. Let me guess. Can I guess? You'll never guess it. I'll never guess it. Is it from the seventies or eighties? Early eighties. Early Pac-Man. And I'll tell you, it's an early eighties movie. A movie? Yep. E.T. No. Indiana Jones. No. Uh, and I, my dad took me to see this movie. Oh, oh did we talk about it? Have we talked about it already? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, it's a Star Wars. Something nah. Star Wars. Nope. 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 Gotta be. Um, um, num, num, num. um give me another clue. He, he wears a mask, but he's not a luchador. <laughs> <laughs> he wears Batman. Nah. Uh, Superman. Uh, I'm Mask. Gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you. Oh. <laughs> okay. Parsifal's trying to get this luchador mask. He's, oh, he's up here scratching <laughs> <laughs> down. He he, he's got he got a present for him. Yeah, he thinks I got him some. Our dog used to do that too. Uh, uh, we used uh, to let him open stuff at Christmas. It was uh, it was really funny to watch him open stuff. Yeah. Um. Okay. Ma a mask. He wears a Zorro. No, but very close. Uh. It's cl close to Zorro. Yep. The Black Shadow or Dark Shadow or whatever is it? Dark Shadow? The Black Shadow. Is that a thing? No. I don't know. Um, give me another clue. I'm just going to tell you. Okay. It's the Lone Ranger from the movie. Oh, the when, movie? When they come out, yeah, like in 81, they had that movie. No, the I legend, didn't know they made a movie. The Legend of the Lone, Lone Ranger. Yeah, we've got to talk about no. this on the episode. Who is that masked man?
But yeah, yeah. it's um, no, I mean, I it, it's, it's still in pretty good shape. It's got it's got a few scratches on and stuff, but it doesn't look bad. Uh, and I hear it. Let me open it up because I hear it. I think the thermos is still thermos. in there. Yep, there it is. I'm picking out a thermos for you. Not an ordinary thermos will do. This is in good shape. Uh, <laughs> I, I won't know, take anything else you know, out. Do you know what that was from? What I just said? You from your mouth. No. Do you know what it's from? It's from a movie. Oh. A song. I'm picking okay. out a thermos for you. Not an ordinary thermos will do. 30 something. The jerk. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever see it with Steve Martin? I never saw it with him. He, I never could get him to come over to the house, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I watched, watched it by it myself. No. Did you? Did you? Yeah, yeah, it's a good movie. Oh, he sings that song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so anything else? Are you saving for the next time? Yeah, I'll, I'll pull some more out of it uh, the next okay. time. But man, I'm, I'm interested to see what all is in there. That's some cool stuff. Well, don't be beacon. Stay I tuned. I'll, I'll put it back out okay. in the garage. All right. Well, you could leave it in your house. Just don't be looking. Like hide it. <laughs> if you get, if you can't control yourself. Yeah, hide it from myself. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll never guess where I put it. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll be out there in the middle of the night going through it. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't believe that like you never went through it till now. Like you collect everything. Yeah. So, yeah. This is older stuff. It's probably been in there since the mid eighties, maybe or late eighties. Yeah. In her attic. yeah, could be worth a million dollars. Yeah, I doubt it. Go take it to Antiques Roadshow. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to add? No. Um, okay. Well. Are we giving I a had, prize away? Yeah, we'll give a t-shirt t- away. Um, I hadn't thought, I had forgot all about doing that. <laughs> so I'm going to say that our... Um, what did you pull out of there? What was the kiss? Uh, uh, luchador. Luchador. That's our, that will be our um, word of the week. Send us, I don't know if people can spell that. <laughs> you know? Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Should I make people do that? That could be, they have to like, you know, and spell it just as best as best you can. Best you can, yeah. Best as you can, yeah. But then you'll know what we're talking about. Okay, so send that to us in a Facebook message at our Pop Ninja Facebook page, and you could win one of our uh, brand new T-shirts that we're going to have next week. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And we want to thank all of our listeners. Uh, We invite you to interact with us on Facebook. And if you have a request of any movie or TV show or something you want us to talk about, just let us know. Let us know on Facebook or send us, you know, a private message or whatever, and uh, we'll try to work it into one of the episodes. And thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll have another brand new episode on Wednesday for you. And as we sign off, I want to leave you with this final thought. Sucking on a chili dog. 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 dog.